Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. War Eagle, everyone. Welcome back to Believe in Everything Auburn. As always, Taylor Davis, Jason Campbell, here with you today, ready to talk everything Auburn. We're glad you have joined us. Hope all our listeners are doing well. Jason and I were just catching up a little bit. It's been rainy, dreary, ugly week in Charlotte and Atlanta. I think like the Southeast has just had an ugly week, but uh, always enjoy doing this podcast. It brings a little sunshine to my schedule, you know? Oh yeah, it brings a lot of sunshine to my <laughs> schedule because I tell you what, Auburn fans and, and everyone that's out there listening, I know y'all probably are now getting over your holiday plump. And the reason I call it a plump because I know a lot of you ate a lot of food and you was quarantined and you was, you know, eating every everything in your imagination. So oh, yeah. this is an opportunity now for you to start the tune in into twenty twenty one now. Let's embrace ourselves and let's get back mm-hmm. to our workouts and our physical attributes. You know, some people don't have to worry about that. The others yeah. like myself that's pushing close <laughs> to forty, we gotta start worrying about those things. Um but overall, though, you know, we have some really good things coming. Basketball program seems to be hitting some high success right now. We'll get into that and then, you know, get into some 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 great things. You know, Taylor's the host, so she always comes <laughs> with it, everybody. So, oh, you thank know, you so much. Starting, oh, okay. the, starting the making. I have never heard it be referred to as the holiday plump, but I'm going to start <laughs> using that because we are all guilty of it, you know. Anywho, another great way to start your year is the fact that the Super Bowl is right around the corner. And if you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And of course, there's always the online casino that never closes. So go on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. So again, betonline.ag, go ahead, sign up today. Okay, not a whole lot to talk about in the football sphere for Auburn. Obviously, signing day is a couple weeks away, so the closer we get to that, we'll be keying in a little bit more on some of the new guys that this you know new coaching staff and specifically Coach Harson are really trying to focus in on. But we do have a coaching move that, unfortunately, it's a bit of a retraction from our episode last week. Obviously, all of the assistant coach positions had been filled. We felt like everything was pretty solidified and we could you know turn the page on that. But in the world of football, I guess it never really stops. Uh, Tracy Rocker will be leaving Auburn to return to the NFL. Actually, the Philadelphia Eagles have hired Tracy Rocker. So Auburn now looks for another defensive line coach. Um, I think that if, if things like this are going to happen, this is the time when you want it to happen. Unfortunately for Auburn, you know, a lot of coaching moves during the early signing period, recruiting time, heck, even bowl season, it's difficult. And and it makes it difficult for, you know, prospects to view Auburn as as their option because they didn't know what it was going to look like. Um, but I think with, you know, signing day a couple weeks away, spring ball still several months away, if any more of these moves are going to happen, now is the time to do it. But Jason, we talked last week about what a great hire, you know, this was for Auburn, having Tracy Rocker back. What a what are your thoughts on on us losing him? Yeah, we got uh we got an appetizer that we we thought was going to turn into a, you know a, a, a big <laughs> meal, <laughs> but uh, but you know this thing turned quickly. Uh, yeah. We you know things happen. 
uh, in the coaching world, it's, it's always a different world. We always talk about that. Like you just really never know until things are set in stone. And, you know, people were excited about Tracy coming back to the program. He was hit last year in 2010. Uh, also did a great job, you know, getting players wanting to come to Auburn. You know, Nick Fairley, you know, one of those names that kind of pop out to you at that time. And you think about all the things that Tracy has done in his career, you know, being a first team All-American, being – you know, playing in the NFL and then, you know, coaching at a lot of schools in the SEC and the NFL before, I think it really boiled down to him was when you're at his level and you get called up to the NFL, yes, there's a little bit of a money difference. I think college coaches make a little bit more unless you're a coordinator or head coach in the NFL. Mm -hmm. But these guys does not have to recruit. They don't have to get on the phone. They don't have to call parents. They don't have to call uh you know, the kids and, and try to roll out the red carpet to convince them that, hey, Auburn is the best school for you to come to. It's the best place for you to come and play for you and your family. And, you know, you don't have to expose so much energy that you do when you're in the NFL. You don't have to do any of that because there is no recruiting. You know, right. you have your roster. And the only time that you may recruit someone is in free agency. And that's when they come to you. But mostly that's not even handled by you. So, I just think maybe he's at a point in his life. He saw this as a great opportunity to say, hey, you know, this is, gives me a little bit more family time. That I don't have to worry about the phone ringing off the hook when I'm home trying to have dinner with my family. And I got to take this call because this is five star recruit. This is four star recruit or someone I got to get up from the table and go spend 30 minutes with trying to convince to come to school. So mm -hmm. I think it's more of a family call for him at this stage of his career, more so than just, uh, you know, not, you know, not staying committed to Auburn. So, you know, kudos to him. Uh, congratulations. Uh, another big shoe we got to feel. So hopefully we get mm -hmm. that feel soon before the recruiting class is uh, finalized. Coaches always say, head coaches always say, it's a sign that your program is headed in the right direction if people start coming for your assistant coaches and coordinators. And if they're getting a lot of interest, that's uh, that's a good look for your program that you're hiring the right people if they're that much of a hot commodity. So uh, it's the difficult part of the business of football uh, because you feel like as soon as you get something solid with somebody, the potential of them leaving is always there. But certainly wish him the best. And like I said, uh, this wasn't something that, you know, enough time had passed to really you know, hammer down and, and see his impact started. It was kind of new and fresh. So uh, still a great opportunity for an awesome, well-qualified coach to come in and, and build something with Coach Harson and the rest of this staff. But I want to turn our attention to some of the players that now begin their search into that opportunity for the next step. And for some of them, it begins with the Senior Bowl, which is this weekend. So I want to talk to Jason about that experience, how advantageous it is for these young players. But I got to tell you guys about our other sponsor, one that I'm very passionate about, Kansas City Stakes. With a new year comes tons of big games in sports. And with big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and, of course, that Super Bowl. So visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos that are perfect for game day. Plus, you're going to get free shipping with our code BELIEVE. So that's B-L-E-A-V. If you use that at checkout, they're going to give you free shipping on top of the $25 combo save. 
You can try out the snack pack combo, small plates, big flavor. Literally go to their website. They have so many amazing options that will set you up on game day. And every order is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. So again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. Use our code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout to get your free shipping. Okay. Send me so a like Kansas City steak. Come on, guys. It's Super Bowl coming up. You know I like to cook on the grill for the Super Bowl. Give me Ooh. a KC steak. Love a little grill action on Super Bowl day for sure. Okay, so the Senior Bowl is happening this weekend down in Mobile. Obviously, this year's Senior Bowl will look a little bit different as everything associated with this season looked a little bit different. Unfortunately, this year, Auburn only has one representative down at the Senior Bowl, but all things considered, you know, how many guys, uh, you know, maybe tapping into the other year of eligibility that was offered this year. Some of them have chosen to enter the transfer portal. A couple were not offered invitations. We'll get to that in a minute, but KJ Britt is down there taking this opportunity. And honestly, I think he's the guy that could benefit from this most because as we all know, KJ was unable to play pretty much the entire season. He missed all but two games this year because of an injury, but he has been cleared for full contact in this senior bowl. So really, I mean, as much of a showcase as the Senior Bowl usually is for everybody. It really is for KJ Britt because essentially no one's been able to see what he could do this year. And we know what an unbelievable athlete he is. He's he's super talented. He's got raw athleticism. He understands the game really well. But at some point, you know, there's there's rankings in terms of what you, what proof you've been able to see recently in order for a team to take an opportunity uh, to to bring you in, especially early in the draft. So I think for KJ, this opportunity is his gateway to the league. I think he has to show a lot this week. I think he will show a lot this week, but this opportunity is one that he he has to put a lot into. Yeah, you're exactly right. This is a great opportunity for KJ. Uh, the fact that, you know, he wasn't able to come back and finish his season, I think gives him another opportunity to showcase his talents uh, in front of, uh, you know, coaches and players, uh, you know, that are high caliber. And, and and we're rooting for him. You know, KJ was one of the guys that was a hard rock for this football team. And you can yeah. definitely tell that we've missed his presence this year as far as his leadership on the defense, as far as his leadership on the overall team. Uh, you know, you need guys like KJ Britt. You know, I call those tough hammer guys. Uh, you know, in football, there's a hammer, there's a nail. And either you're going to be one or the two. And he was always the hammer guy. You know, he, he's one of those guys when he comes through, he lays the lumber on people and, and they know it. And so the Senior Bowl is quite a fun week. Um, I got a chance to play in the Senior Bowl 2005. Uh, and it was fun. I, I remember Mardi Gras. I didn't have, you know, I grew up in Mississippi, so I knew about Mardi Gras, but I didn't know it kind of originated a little bit from Mobile. And so I got a chance to see a lot of that. Got my first experience at eating king cake. You know, I like to try different <laughs> things, Taylor. So king cake was the first time I got a, a, a taste of that. Um, nice. Also got to see, got a, a ton of seafood that week. They fed us like crazy. So... And then you have to stand in front of all these people. I don't know if it's going to be like that this year because of COVID, but I remember yeah. like, I feel like I was in a meat market. We have to stand up in front of a room in front, in front of all these coaches and GMs and owners and, you know, and you got tights on and 
they're sitting there, they're measuring your arm length, they're measuring your toe size, your feet size, hollering it out, how what's your hand size, and and, and then on top of all that, you're meeting with financial advisors. Uh, you, you have it's just so much going on, like you really feel like you know someone is like I'm in the meat market, like I'm the meat this time. So yeah. you know people are trying to see if they want to buy me, am I'm organic meat or I'm processed <laughs> so enough? <true. laughs> you know, so so <laughs> that was the senior bowl, and uh, but it would end up being a great time. It was a great game. You know, we had four guys that year that that played in it, and and uh, you know I was able to get offensive player of the game on the south side. So you know it was fun. I enjoyed it, but so kudos to KJ Britt. Uh, we got to see if we can get more Auburn guys in there in the future, but it all predicates on the season we have. So, you know, yeah. you have a great season, you get more players. Do you feel like the senior bowl did anything to your draft stock? Um, I would probably say yes, uh, because okay. they got a chance to see my arm strength in person. Uh, yeah. Also, they got a chance to see my knowledge of the football game because John Gruden was the South side uh, coach. So John Gruden mm. was my coach. And Gruden one had had us in the meeting room and he would put you to a test. And I had to get up there and do all draw up so many defenses. I had to draw up so many offensive plays and say, why do we run this play versus this style of defense? What's the blitz look? How many what, what was y'all blitz check when you saw this? Nowadays these kids don't do that because everything is such RPOs where they just kind of stick the ball in the, in the running back stomach and they're kind of looking at the safety and the linebacker all at the same time. If the safety runs up, then you throw the slant behind it or stuff like that. But we actually mm-hmm. had to get up there and run a pro style offense where if you saw safety come down in the box, you had to redirect the the pass protection. You had to redirect the mic or, or you had to change the play from a run to a pass. So things like that. And my knowledge of football was so much because of that. And, um, and Gruden was really impressed and everything so you know that kind of that, that paid a lot of a lot into it and as well like this just competing man I was out yeah. there trying to bust my tail and competing and and what best what better place to do it than you know than your your peers your colleagues and right. uh and you know Cadillac got drafted to John Gruden at the fifth pick that year because Gruden saw him up close in person mm-hmm and then Gruden didn't even play him in the game. <laughs> when, the game <laughs> when the game started, I told Lack, I said, the fact that you're not playing in this game, I mean, he does not want to get you hurt. So you're yeah. automatically going to be the fifth pick to him, if not earlier. So he was Man, just like, well, hey, point. that's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Obviously, there's a there's a huge advantage. Any opportunity that you get as a player, especially the ones who maybe consider themselves on the bubble of a round and, you know, with a good day, a good showing, they could kind of bump themselves to one. Um, but I also think it's advantageous for the coaches. And this year, the two coaches, coaching staffs for the game are Miami Dolphins and the Carolina Panthers. And respectively, they each have the third and the eighth pick in the draft. So for both of these teams and these coaching staffs that you know, there's certainly room for improvement. I know for the Panthers, there's a lot of emphasis being put on this draft, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. This is a great opportunity for the coaches to not only get to see what these players can do, but interact with them. And and there's a level of, you know, how coachable is this person? How receptive are they to input and instruction? Because that is something that you cannot tell on tape. You can't tell on film. So to have this opportunity to really interact and kind of emulate what it would be like if this person was ultimately on your roster, 
this is one of the greatest opportunities that they have to do that. So mm-hmm. I always see a lot of value in the senior bowl. Um, I'm excited for KJ to see what he's able to prove because I think he's somebody that uh, his potential wasn't necessarily translated this year because we didn't see him on the field. I do think he showcased what kind of teammate he is though. And his commitment level, he was still very much a leader for this team. Every time, you know, the guys got into a huddle, KJ was right there. Like he's, he is that leader and he would be a great addition to any roster, but he's got to show that, you know, that athleticism, that physicality is still there, even though he was basically out an entire season. But you did mention, you know, Auburn needs to get more guys out there. And uh, there, there really weren't a ton, like I mentioned at the beginning that were options when all was said and done be it, you know, decided to enter the transfer portal, opted to um, forego this season and therefore going to play next season like Chandler Wooten. Um, The only one that I would have liked to see offered an invitation is Eli Stove. I think, you know, maybe his numbers aren't insane, but I think a guy like that, again, this would be a huge opportunity for him to kind of give you a yes or a no, maybe a lot of good, you know, GMs or coaches would overlook him and maybe they shouldn't, or maybe some do consider him, but then they would see that he isn't the right fit. I I just think that you give a guy like that the stage to answer the questions that are looming out there about him, whether it's his size or, or his injury issues at Auburn. Like he's a guy that has proven consistency when he is healthy and able to play. And I think he's somebody who would have benefited from this opportunity. Yeah, I also think that they should allow top juniors that come out early to participate in the Senior Bowl. And Hmm. the reason I say that is because not everyone that goes to the Senior Bowl gets drafted. I remember the year that we went, Junior Rose Green, who was a big time, excuse me, who was a big time safety for us at Auburn. And you couldn't have told me that Junior Rose Green wouldn't get drafted. Like, there's no way in the world you'd have told me that he wouldn't have been a first three round draft pick. Like, the guy could hit. He loved football. It was in his blood. It's in his heart. And he had a really good senior bowl, but he still wasn't able to to get drafted and be where he wanted to be. And that kind of mm-hmm. like, so it just goes to show you like, yes, okay, there, and that's a story that happens every year. But I'm just saying, if you let some of these top juniors that's coming out come to the senior bowl as well, like, I think it just amps up. You want the best of the best at the senior bowl. Yeah. And that's why that's that's why it's considered the biggest bowl game after all the bowl games for guys that's getting ready to go into the NFL. Like right. it's it's like pre-combine is what it is. Except for you got a helmet and shoulder pads and you get to play a live football game. So mm-hmm. yes, the game is vanilla from a standpoint of play calling and defensive plays where I don't think you can blitz uh and certain things. I don't think you can go five wise or do things like that at the senior bowl, but you do get a chance to get out there and still play football, which is all about reading and reacting. And yeah. like I said, a lot of KJ Britt stuff is going to come off the film, but mm-hmm. he didn't have much film this season. So a lot of his is going to come off his junior season film, which he had a really good year, mm-hmm. especially, you know, beating Alabama in the last game home game uh, of his junior year. So there's things for him to improve on, but I wouldn't mind seeing that. But like you say, though, like uh, there's a lot of opportunities out there this year for, for guys and especially with the transfer portal. Some of the guys are at the senior bowl that probably wouldn't have been at the senior bowl, but Eli stove, I thought was a guy that one could have benefited coming back another year because he's had some major injuries within the, his college career. And then him right. coming back for one more season, I thought would have boosted his 
his credibility even more um, from a standpoint. But, you know, I can't blame you spent five years in college. Hey, you you ready to move on. Whatever's next is next. Absolutely. And he will get a bit of an opportunity along with Jordan Peters. Both of them have accepted invitations to the Hula Bowl, which is January 31st. So that's this Sunday in Hawaii. And this is basically an all-star game for NCAA athletes. Obviously, guys that did not get an invitation to the Senior Bowl, but it's still a great opportunity for them to play a game atmosphere and use this as their showcase to uh, to show what they can do. And as reputable as the Senior Bowl is, obviously, you know, a more highly acclaimed showcase of talent than the Hula Bowl. If you gave me the option of Mobile or Hawaii, I'm pretty sure I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah, you're exactly right. I would probably tell myself the console that's not a bad consolation prize. Put no. it this way. Like you get the weather, the beach, yeah. the sand, the great sun. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like I get to eat fresh pineapples. Like, I mean, are you kidding me? Like that's you, uh, like, that's mm. definitely not a bad situation. And they get to play some ball. So it's a it's a well rounded opportunity. We wish all three of those guys the best. All of the guys that are hoping to hear their names called come April. This is an exciting time for them, a stressful time, I would imagine, but exciting to think that that next phase of their career is just a few months away. Hey guys, it's a new year and every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis was trying to hear to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we found a Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep, and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? All right, we're going to talk about some basketball. They just actually pulled off a big win this week over number 12, Missouri, which obviously has them swinging momentum in the right direction. But we got to talk about Sharif Cooper. We haven't really talked about him since all of the eligibility debates were happening. And I know Jason has his opinions on the NCAA and how all of that was handled. This guy had to sit out 11 games. He missed 70 something practices. And, you know, I think from sport to sport, things like that seem different. I think if this had been a storyline in football or, um, even baseball, it's not as compelling because there's so many of them. But on a basketball team of under 20 and a guy that's literally a narrative changer, some guys hit the court and they are just game changers. The game, there's five guys on the court. Like you could do one person makes such an impact in the game of basketball. And so to keep a guy like this off the court as long as they did, especially knowing this kid could very well be a one-and-done situation, was so unfortunate. It, it's it's such a disappointment to him. But 
kudos to what he's been able to do coming in and making the splash impact that we all anticipated we would see from him. And he really is changing the game. I think that everyone knew that this season was going to be a bit of a rebuild for this team. It's a very young team. And of course, we've got some, you know, residual punishments, I guess, that we're dealing with. Um, so it's not the season that, you know, we wanted to continue the momentum after the past several successful seasons, but talk to me a little bit about how special this guy is, your opinion on the way everything went down, but ultimately how he's handled it since. Yeah. Well, you think about, uh, Sharif Cooper, I got a chance to watch this kid up close for the last two years, uh, playing at McEachern high school over in Atlanta. So I went to at least five or six games a year. And this kid is, he, he never came out of the game in high school. And then you look at what he's doing in college, uh, the missed the first 11 games of the year, which we still don't know why yet. Mm -hmm. Um, it just goes to show you like he's an alpha dog. Like look how he's changed the changed the format of Auburn basketball program from how they was trying to do things in the first half of the season in those first 11 games to where they at now, when he's off the court, Mm -hmm. it is a tremendous difference when he's on the court. You can tell he's in control. Like he gets the ball. He knows how to push the tempo. He knows how to, you know, get guys involved in the, in the game. Everyone head has to be on a swivel when they're playing with this kid, because it's Mm -hmm. almost as if he has eyes in the back of his head by the way that he, throws passes and throws lobs and he's not afraid to attack the basket last night he was 18 for 21 from the free throw line you're talking about a guard that's getting to the Mm -hmm. line to shoot 21 free throws like that tell you he's not afraid to get in the paint as a 6-1 guard get inside the paint and we may be tipping the hat a little bit with that 6-1 uh, but he's he's getting into I'm thinking more five eleven, but he's getting himself into the paint with the big boys and he's not afraid to attack and put the ball soft up off the glass and, and get to the free throw line. And I just think that, you know, this is such a dynamic player. I hope he's not a one and done at Auburn. I hope to see this team have one more season together. I do think they can make a final four appearance next season mm-hmm. when they got these two other big time recruits coming in, uh, coming in this year. So you know, if this guy can hang around for one more season, man, yeah. w- would that be a treat if we can have everybody inside the building and the arena is just rocking and this kid right. is running the tempo. Like right now, we're not even getting a chance to experience the fullness of his ability and talent. And he's not even getting a chance to see what a real Auburn crowd base exactly. in a basketball game feels like. Like he saw he came on a recruiting visit, but you could imagine like – being on that floor and that thing's right. I tell people it's nothing like playing sports where everything is fulfilled and it is rocking and the crowd is into it. I said, mm-hmm. I missed that this year. Yes, we had football, but it's still not the same as when the fans are there. You know, like it's just, it's fun. Like you feel like you feel the energy and this season we missed a lot of that. And I, when I look at Sharif Cooper, I look at him as kind of like a Kyrie Irving type of guard when he's handling the basketball. Like, uh, but he ever develop an outside shot, this kid can be dangerous. And uh, we got a big game on Saturday coming up against Baylor after they beat the number twelve team last night in Missouri, who was ten and two. Yep. And uh, coming into Auburn, this team is getting better. We lost two games that we didn't know how to close. Once against mm-hmm. Alabama early in the year against Arkansas on the road. But now I think they are learning. They're getting better. This is a young basketball team that Bruce Pearl has that's really coming into their own. 
I completely agree. And that Alabama game, that was Sharif Cooper's debut. He had 26 points, nine assists, four rebounds, and three steals. I mean, out the gate, he was like, <laughs> okay, NCAA, thanks for holding me back, but I, I'm here to play and I'm here to make an impact. And he has certainly done that against Missouri last night. He had 28 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. This guy's just a machine. He just he makes it count. And and I really enjoy watching him out there, but I totally agree. I hope that he sees the value in sticking around because what Bruce Pearl has built around this basketball program isn't just, you know, a successful team and a, a productive team. It's a culture around the sport that we didn't have before this. And right. playing there, I mean, so many of my colleagues who call games in the SEC say that the environment at Auburn is the best. It's the most intimidating. It's the most fun. So for him to be such a, you know, potentially legendary player at Auburn and to never have experienced that culture that we finally established so that we can get guys like him, you know, that's, that's part of why he signed with Auburn to think right. that he wouldn't get to experience that and that this would be his college season just feels like a missed opportunity. So I hope we see him stick around, but I think going into this season, like I mentioned earlier, there was a lot of talk about what this team would not be, what this team would be lacking, what they would struggle with, how the season would not be something. But for you as someone who, you know, did play basketball and it was very much a consideration of yours to to proceed with that, and I know you're a big fan of it, what do you think this team is showing? What do they do well? Instead of talking about what they don't have, uh, give me a little bit of of what you've seen thus far this season that you think is actually um, a positive of theirs. Well, what I see, they take on the approach of their head coach, Bruce Pearl. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if you if you look at this team, like they play with a tenaciousness about them. Like they're mm-hmm. hustling out to every ball. Like they're sometimes out of control. But guess what? Bruce is out of control. Sometimes he's jumping up <laughs> the sideline, with, you know, with, you know, and everything's going on. So you know, that's how they play and. Uh, and it's fun to watch. And when you look at this football, I mean, this basketball team, like they got some guys on the inside that are big guys and they're young. Like they are really young, but they block a lot of shots. Like last night they had some incredible number of blocks that they had against a, a team of, of that's a great caliber basketball team. That's and you look at JT Thor, this guy was a freshman that I also got a chance to see. You're talking about 6'10", shooting threes. Like, Kevin Durant has changed the game in basketball as far as big guys. Everyone thought these guys had to play inside the paint. Now these guys, they want to shoot as many threes as guards. So you're trying to guard a 6'10", small forward around a three-point line. Like, his wingspan alone is just, you know, out of out of sight. So I just like what I see from this basketball team from a from a standpoint of early in the year they was kind of out of control defensive wise because sometimes you can go too fast to a point that you're out of control or you're in the wrong area. But I think now that they're learning how to play their defense a little bit more, they're trusting one another that they're getting themselves lined up. I think a lot of that has to do with Sheree Cooper though. Like even on the yeah. defensive side, yeah, you, know, you know you have to make sure guys are in their spots and in their areas. Like. He is the quarterback on a football team. And the point guard is the most valuable position in basketball. And right. and I think he's he's the coach on the court. But when you think about Auburn basketball, man, like just think how far we've come. Truly. And like we've come a major, major long way. Like Charles Barkley was in the stands last night on a Tuesday night during the week to watch a <laughs> basketball game. Like, yep. come on, like, P- 
people are flying in to watch this basketball team. And like I said, I would be at least 10 games this year if it wasn't for COVID. Like I enjoy going back because when I tell you that student session be getting crunk, the student (laughs) session be getting crunk. (laughs) And we we don't have that. It's just, uh, I'm just so ready for this COVID thing to be done and, uh, and everything because man, we are missing great treats, but we've learned a lot through this as well. Uh, what to appreciate and what not to take for granted so that um, things do come back, man. We approach it with great, with great remorse and, and great heart and, and everything. But I'm excited to see what this team does against Baylor on Saturday. Definitely be tuned in. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing how they continue this momentum, what Sharif Cooper continues to do, and ultimately how this program continues in the trajectory that it very well should because of all the people involved, all the hard work and the buy-in that everyone associated with Auburn has jumped on board with. This is the product of that. Even on a year and a season that you thought was going to be a down year, look at some of the things they're accomplishing. Like even a down year is progress from where this program used to be several years ago. So certainly encouraging to see. We will keep an eye on how the season continues to pan out as we always do around here. So make sure you're sticking with us. That's going to do it for us this week on Believe in Everything Auburn. Jason and I greatly appreciate you guys listening and following along. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a review, a thumbs up, whatever you got to do, and continue to spread the word about our podcast. We're going to continue to bring you guys episodes all the way through, covering basketball, football, baseball soon, everything you want to know. We're going to get some guests on here very soon as well, so you want to stick around for all of it. Everyone have a very good week. War Eagle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.